This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a three times weekly show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club available on video and podcast. My name is Benjamin Bloom and we will be here each and every Monday for this, the flagship show for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour of football conversation. So make your Monday a Blue Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, he's been rested He's the he's the star player. We wrap him up in in <laughs> cotton wool. Like I'm trying to think, like who? Um, no, I can't David, think of anyone. David McGoldrick, the last few seasons, maybe. Oh, topical, topical. David Diamond is back. How are you, Dave? I'm all right. I'm all right. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, you know, with all the um, how the podcast has evolved, especially over the last um, 12 months or so. The intro remains the same. Brilliant. <laughs> still, still the same. Never still, changes. Always uh, the same. Still the same. <laughs> Pathetic yeah. mistakes on it. Nah, not at all. Not at all. The Solid one, stuff. The one thing we keep constant. Joe Fares, you're wearing yellow. Yeah, Joe. More of a mustard, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not convinced. Nice little penguin there. I'm not convinced. I don't know. Yeah, you're all yellow to me. Coleman. How is it in your house, Joe? I mean, your kids aren't quite. How old are your eldest? They're in bed. Uh, two. Two. Oh, so, yeah, Christmas not quite there for him quite yet. I know, you know, excitement wise, does he realise something's going on? What the you know that's going on, but, but yeah. not what is going on at the moment. No, exactly. What's okay, going cool. on? I can feel it's going to be a good song of the week, Contenders. That's the first one there, Marvin Gaye. Dave, Marvin Gaye. A GoFundMe campaign has started for the Kevin yeah. Beattie statue. We heard Richard and Harry's thoughts on Thursday. You were you were pretty much our Kevin Beattie spokesman after his I was, sad passing. Um, I mean, so you I'm know, sure I've... we'd be... Very interested to hear your thoughts on statues, walks of fame, etc., etc. Yeah, it's sort of, since it was announced, I know there's sort of two schools of thought thought here really of how the money could be best spent. Really, I think what well, is they're looking for a hundred grand plus, aren't they? I believe, and it's going to be the same the same guy that obviously was the Sean coach, isn't it? Sean Hedges Quinn that designed the um, the Robson and the Sir Ralph statues. I mean, you know, what I think of be yeah, great statue, fine. You know, if it can be funded and funded funded properly then then brilliant you know but i agree on the other side of the coin where does this where does the statue thing end i mean i know we did the naked footy show with graham on uh on me and stat on wednesday and someone tweeted in there and said well actually my favorite player was you know from a different era was ray crawford 
you know, where does it, <laughs> where does it sort of begin and end? But, you know, from my point of view, uh, you know, BE, in my opinion, the greatest ever player. And, you know, you could see for his funeral when he died, the great um, outpouring of feeling for him. So, yeah, it, the statue gets my vote. Joe Fares. I think we're lucky as a club that we've got a lot of true legends and yeah. sort of players that are worthy of statues. And I'd, I'd personally prefer a sort of walk of fame, some maybe some brass busts up in a certain area of the club. And because, like for example, like someone like John Walk, for example, fr- three spells at the club, countless goals. George yeah, Burley, player Mills. Mills. Where, yeah, You are right. Where you know where just where does it stop? It's a, yeah, yeah. Mm. That that well, there should there should be some memorial to great players that have passed away at the club but I say it, it just seems a bit over the top for me personally but but then I never saw him so I didn't know how good he is he, <laughs> yeah yeah no he was he, he was there he was, he was certainly up there oh it's yeah it, I mean he's going to go ahead there's no way you know there's no way he's not going I think they didn't they collect like they collected ten percent of the fund within the first twenty four hours? Didn't they? Apparently. Well, it depends on these uh, these GoFundMe things. They have to make the if if you make a hundred nine thousand and you you've got you sure you you don't you don't get it. Um, so yeah, I think um, there'd be some sort of benefactor that would I think um, see that through. You think? Yeah, I think um um whatever will be will be there. Um, what happens there? I'm kind of in Joe's camp there, having not seen the guy play i defer to people like you dave and harry and the way you yeah, guys of course speak of about course him. where um, and where are they you, whether they suggesting me. it goes where they're going to put it i haven't really seen that joe have you seen where they're going to put this I, no i haven't heard anything but i, I presume it'll be down on the other corner will it on, 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 on the other corner on portman road you, you'd guess there isn't really, any, there isn't really or, anywhere else to put it is there all, yeah. all round by the sort of bus station side of the ground <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> lovely stuff um joe we need to tap into your um Super Academy knowledge. Um, ben Morris, Harry Wright, and Idris El Mazuni all signed two and a half year contracts to summer 2021. So yeah, two and a half seasons. Um, can you tell us a little bit? I suppose we probably know more about Morris than the other two. If you're like me and you don't watch the um, the young guys, um, tell us about those three and what sort of a, a position they take in the club over that two and a half years. Well, well, I'm surprised in sort of a couple of deals have gone ahead. Like Ben Morris, he's he's obviously gone to Forest Green and hasn't re- hasn't really done much at the moment there. He's not really been given many opportunities. hasn't played, but he's he's a very good prospect and one that I'm sure will be coming back in January and hopefully making a bit of an impact here in the second half of the season. But I, I think he had more than a year left to run on his deal. So surprised that that was extended so quickly. Harry Wright, <laughs> I, I've I've never really seen him. Seen him sort of play that well, to be honest. I'm, 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 I'm surprised he got a deal last year, and now he's got another one. I, like I say, I speak to a lot of the people who watch the under 23s and the 18s with me, and I, I don't think many of them rate him particularly highly. Like he's, he's, he's come on a bit this year, but for me, he's still too small. He's too slight, and while he's a decent shot stop, he, he, he doesn't command his area, and he gets gets beaten sort of too easy Joe, for me. Oh, oh, Joe, just quickly, I know they let him go. Was was Crow not well thought of? Um, I think well, he I think he was. Build, he? Yeah, he, he definitely had to build, but he sort of got into one of those awkward positions where he's sort of twenty two, twenty three, yeah. and and had never played a league game. No nah. problem is with a goalie, you go out on loan somewhere and you don't you don't play a game sometimes if you go there as a second choice. And yeah. I th- I think there was an element that maybe that the goalkeeping coach didn't think he was sort of sort of brave enough at times and right. 
I think there's an element of that to it. But there was another goalkeeper, Nick Hayes, who'd been in England youth oh, yeah. setups, who, who I would have put ahead of Harry Wright by a sort of considerable distance. But obviously, they they see more than me, and they think Wright is good. And Hurst promoted him to be part of the first team squad, and Lambert's kept him there. So there's, they obviously see something in him. But just personally for me, I haven't I haven't seen it myself. Mm. And El Mazzuni looks a serious player at the moment. He's he's come over from Paris at. As a, as a scholar, so sort of at the start of last season, and took a little while to settle in, and he's still got a little bit of a temper on him. He was sent off in pre-season for headbutting and punching someone at, at Sudbury, which at halftime um, in the under-23s game, Hurst and Doig went into the changing right. room. So Sounds I'd imagine like normal they... night out in Sudbury, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, so so I'd, it's I'd basically imagine... Hatton Banafa then, yeah? Please. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> where, where is he, Joe? Is he central midfielder? Central midfielder, Spiky. yeah. Yeah. When... He's a real good ball player, and mm-hmm. sort of he, he's been playing for the under twenty threes, and he played for the under eighteens in the youth cup, and he looked sort of head and shoulders above everyone else on the pitch. Just, just one of those players that people are just hanging off him as he's just running around with a ball. He's not particularly quick or anything there, but he's just a sort of a serious player, and I reckon he'll be pushing on sort of quite quickly. Probably at the start of next season, he should be pushing on into the into the squad at least. Dave, anything to add on those three? We know you like Morris. No, I do like Morris um, Wright. I must confess, I haven't seen, haven't seen anything of anything of um, Harry Wright. Um, and yeah, I've, I've heard about the kid. You know, the, the kid Idris he was speaking about. So yeah, sounds uh, sounds like he's got promise, and hopefully, you know, with a deal he'll kick on. Um, we'll do transfer links because I'm sure they're going to come up in the questions. So we'll save the. <laughs> I think there's already about five we could. <laughs> we could bring up that Phil's reported this past week. But um, one thing that is definite, Dave, is February the 16th, Blue Monday live. Um, If you're still looking for a Christmas present, you can get in there now. Um, Good amount of tickets sold already. Um, Dave, what can the people expect at the Curve Bar on February the 16th? I think it's it's the whole crew, isn't it? It wasn't going to be when they when it originally back in what November. It was just going to be. I think two were going to be missing out, I believe. But it's all of us. It's all six. The full house. The full so, house. Yeah, full complement. Forward to that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, buy your buy your tickets on eventbrite.co.uk. It's going to be a live podcast. It's the week we'll have just played Norwich and Derby, a couple of tricky games and. <laughs> Stoke that week. Um, Joe and Dave will be there. Statman, Harry, uh, Richard, and Mikey. Stuart and Andy from the EADT will also be there. So, going to be great. And if you wanted a last-minute Christmas present, what a good one that is, guys. Right. Should we go to Portman Road and face the Norwich of the North? This is quite brilliant for... On, you can't see this on YouTube, literally one foot away. My missus has just taken a big thing of wrapping paper out of the room with nobody noticing until I've just mentioned it <laughs> on the podcast. So she's off to so wrap my, your, that's your that's present, my presents getting wrapped. Clearly, maybe clearly. maybe I'll, I'll nip away during two little ducks and have a look, see what's going on. So how, many, how many pairs of socks and pants do you think she could get in that bit of paper? <laughs> do you think? She's a bit of an OCD wrapper, though. She'll probably oh, okay. wrap, wrap one pair of socks yeah. per... 15 oh, yeah. minutes it will all be perfectly done with yeah, with a bow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah classic stuff um so it's versus um Sheffield United who were fifth in the league when they came down have since dropped a place so it's line up um has Lambert played the same back five in every game Joe yeah I think so yeah, yeah think so, so. Oh, no, apart from Belkovsky, obviously. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. How silly of us. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, Gherkin, Spence. Give us a Spence, Dave. 
Spence. Chambers. Pennington. Um, I, I, I need to. I need to speak about something. I yelled at Pennington because of his studs. Because he fell over like five times, and the woman in front of me, <laughs> the woman in front of me, was got quite cross with me because she thought I was having a pop at him, but I wasn't. I was just saying, you got the wrong boots on, Matt. Stand up. Um, and it's been bugging me that I'm, I'm not the guy to criticise one of our players. Anyway, uh, Knudsen, Chalibur and Oop. Nolan. Um, this was a bit more four-two-three-one-y than four-three-three. They're a bit further back. Dazelle further forward, presumably to get into Norwood's uh, zone. Yeah. Uh, Edwards to the right, Sears to the left. Ellis Harrison starts up front. What do you make of that 11, Dave? Yeah, and, and got a problem with that. It was three out, wasn't it? Lancaster downs out of the squad altogether and Roberts. So Lancaster and Roberts on the bench. Didn't really have a didn't really have a problem with that. I mean, obviously, you'd think Downs, he's done that with Downs before, hasn't he? He clearly rates Downs and, and I think Downs is, is going to be uh, you know, in the first, in the starting eleven, when he's when he's there. So I think perhaps just a, a break for Downs with a view on the Christmas um, Christmas games coming up. Interesting. Um, Sheffield United went for the. We said there was an A system and a B system for them, and how very flattering that they went for the A system. So did, Henderson, did Harry? Did I didn't? Did Harry and uh, Rich call that or not? Um, actually, they had a very handsome and powerful guest on the show. Um, who mm-hmm. has singed Sheffield United a lot, and he that, called. He that called was that. All right. <laughs> um, Henderson, Basham, Egan, O'Connell, the back three. Bulldog, Stevens, the wing backs. Norwood and Fleck, Duffy ahead. David McGoldrick back, Joe, and Billy Sharp up front. Um, we won't go granular, as Harry from Bath would say, <laughs> but needless to say, Joe Ipswich. Didn't have any possession until the 23rd minutes, and <laughs> Sheffield United dominated Seemed that way. Really, yeah, they they were good. They were a good fun side to watch, aren't they, Sheffield mm. United? The way they oh. they get into those sort of left hand channels and right hand channels, and you have your left centre back, your left wing back, a striker, and a sort of midfielder there. The four of them just passing the ball around in little squares, trying to work openings, and they so are we so, used to do that under so George well, Burley. Yeah, they're they're so well drilled, though, aren't they? And some of their players, you think you're not particularly good, but they they look like good footballers because they've just got options everywhere. They know yeah. they know where they're going. They were a really sort of enjoyable side to watch in that respect. We need O'Connell. To give... O'Connell was the one I think I tweeted or texted out there. Where's he playing? I think Joe came back. He's normally left winger, left wing centre back, and he he's was normally really. more incredible. Res- he's normally more reserved than Basham O'Connell. So you know, oh um, marauding, marauding. We need, we need to Maybe give. We need to give our mate Cobbold Massive a shout out because he's like the biggest Mauricio Tarico fan and he will not say anything nice about Sheffield United, um, no matter how Quite interesting right. they are to watch. He's <laughs> still holding that grudge. So if you're listening, yep. Cobbold Massive, you have to tweet something nice about them. Um, Ipswich get out on 23. Uh, Harrison gets a header on goal. Um, United dominating really again. Up to the half hour mark. Ipswich do get the ball in the net. Um, uh but the keeper's blocked off from a corner. But on 37 minutes, who's, Joe's doing this one, isn't he? Um, somewhat against the run of play. Ipswich take the lead, Joe. Bit of a carve up, but what a great finish in the end. Yeah, no, it took it well. And it was one of the few times when we actually got the ball in our own half that I think it fell to Nolan just outside the box. And he actually sort of took time, took a touch and actually looked up to try and play a pass to someone or at least into a decent area, as opposed to just putting their foot through it. And he sort of 
sort of rolled it down the line to give Harrison a chance. He was always second favourite to get there, and the defender did get there ahead of him. But I think you, when you sort of see the replay, Sears goes really early on that running into the keeper because he can see that's the defender's only option. And he, he, he nearly gets there, and the def- keeper gets it away quite well. But then the right back sort of stands on the ball, and Nudson nips in, pokes the ball away from him, gives it to Sears, and then Sears plays to Harrison. And I was watching the goals on the... Sky program last night, and I think it was Liam Rossini making a really good point. How he's good, Joe. Ellis isn't he? Harrington, yeah, he's really good actually. I think that Sky's coverage yeah. has been pretty good all year actually, and he's making a really good point that when Sears plays the ball to Harrison, Harrison doesn't actually touch the ball. He he manoeuvres his body around the ball and sets it up. He doesn't take a touch to set himself, and sort of that's sort of a, a real sort of confidence, confidence. Yeah, and it really. Like I say, I, I thought it had a slight deflection. A couple of other people behind the goal said, no, it just moves. But he really sort of larruped at home. Lashed it. It was an odd one, wasn't it? Yeah. But good Dave, from, I've got to say, Dave, it's definitely good, really good from Nudson. Really good pressure from Nudson on the fullback. To, he's, his part in that goal shouldn't go... Um, he's much maligned, but shouldn't go unnoticed, I don't think. He makes a good win there. Really Dave, good. it's definitely fair to say that the mess with the back pass being cleared and chasing back oh, the was a cluster. It was a cluster. All, all out of position for Harrison cluster. To... right good for Harrison you know I thought I thought yesterday he led the line fairly well I wouldn't say he's you know he's going to be blessed with loads of goals but yeah great finish and as Joe said really confident finish didn't take a touch got his body in the right place and he's a larrup there yeah great goal and a lot, uh, a lot of goals and a lot of stuff happens from sort of quick transitions in the game don't you where you yeah. win the ball back and their players are out of position and too often our, that is when we let ourselves down with a bad first touch we give the ball straight back to him and like I said took Nolan standing on the ball and actually taking a look and playing that first time ball and then, and then from that point we, we, we were in control and they were against it where for the majority of the game it was the other way around and again, quite quite intelligent ball from Sears. I know it's only a small small bit, but like nicely weighted ball that Harrison could just let it run a, run yeah. across him. Another assist there, Ben. Yeah, yeah, totally agree with both of you. And just to pick up on Joe's point, the top teams in the division, Leeds, <coughs> Norwich, um, West Brom, all really do those att- those fast attacks with the first time passes, really really well. Half time. Um, oh, I should I should just mention the Nolan volley because we've. We've um, many things have been criticised about Nolan, but not his technique. Falls to the right play, you'd think. Shank. And, oh, shinner. But Shana. Dave, with, with those kind of ones where there's a whole crowd, just get it within the width of the goal, and yeah. it can yeah, he snatched de- it, deflect off, did um, relax anywhere. Snatched it. Um, I made Dave walk up all the stairs in the Pioneer to meet. I me ran up. He, I ran. He ran Found. up. Uh, Joe, they threw a ball down as he was running up, juggled it all the way up, both feet. <laughs> both feet. I was a couple on my shoulder as I got to the top one. And, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and I and I said, um, a bit like the Birmingham game when we're 2-0 up under um, Agent it. Hurst. Absolutely called it. Got to get to 55 minutes without conceding the goal. Dave, 46 minutes. <laughs> but how many times has this happened to us? Do you think there's anything in it? Some guy behind me, and I, I was up with you, so when I, by the time I got back to my seat, the players were out and they were just sort of, you know, going back to the centre circle. But Sheffield United came out and did that little intense, I know it's a little, little step thing, little intense, I don't know, 30 second little warm up, you know, each had two or three goes at it. And we seemed to come out and we saw, you know, we come out. So is there something in that? You know, are they more, I don't know, are they just more switched on? I don't know. But look, the goal itself, yeah. it was good play initially with Norwood. And I think, um, 
uh, right back Baldock was Baldock. I quite like Baldock. He's good. T- he was he, well, Christ, he played as a right winger most of the game. Certainly second half. Um, and you're right, Dazelle first half. I, I think we had this conversation at half time about Dazelle, and we said, oh, you know, Dazelle really hasn't featured that much, not landing on the ball. And you made a good point. You said, yeah, but he's playing in Norwood's space, and really, and I had to agree. Norwood was fairly non-existent in the first half. You know, a couple of sideways ball. This is class. I mean, what he does, he, he receives the ball back from uh, receives the ball back from Bulldog, and he he just drops. He, it's a clever because he drops his shoulder, makes himself a yard, gets it out of his feet. That's a quality cross. Mills Mills um, on Radio Suffolk criticised Chambers' positioning because he said perhaps Chambers should have been more square on. If he was square on, he could have dealt with it instead of facing his own goal. But and I don't think you, you can't blame Gherkin. It was just a peach of a cross, and how Sharp's always going to be that be there, isn't he? Yeah, the, the cross was class. It was just a class class ball. But whether there was any blame attached to Chambers there, I don't know. Yeah, no, fr- from behind the goal, the cross. It was all about the cross. There oh. was just such pace and such dip on it that it sort of you could see this little Chambers straining sort of every muscle yeah. in his body to try and get there. And yeah. I think even if he did get there, all he no was going to be able to do was score an own goal anyway. And sort of Sharp just threw himself at it and got very, no chance. Very similar to the. Um, Bishop Tab goal corresponding day a few years ago against Middlesbrough, wasn't it? Virtually such the same, you know, that same sort of whippy cross and Tab had a uh, great, just a great ball. And after that, I thought Norwood took the game by the scruff of the neck for a while. Perhaps we, we let him any, a bit. Um, any heat on Dazelle, Dave? Because if that had been Nudson not stopping that cross, we'd have 500 tweets today saying how useless Nudson is. I know Dazelle's not a so. defender. Was Dizel responsible? Was Joe, you, 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 where you sit, was there, was there really quite a weak clearance leading up to that? Was that Dizel who could have perhaps hooked it further away? I can't, I can't I, remember. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember he, no. it, was, it was clever. I mean, okay, he was there, but, you know, Norwood, you know, once he dropped his shoulder and whipped it in, oh, I don't think you hit it really early. I think it'd be a bit harsh to criticise Dizel there, okay. really. Okay, fair deal. I wonder if the game plan would have been to play Downs there, but Lambert said he had a calf injury, whether Downs would have been able to put a bit more pressure on Oh, I didn't on see that, Norwood. Joe, did he? Is that why yeah. I, I didn't see that? Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, Lambert said what you mean, Joe? Injury. You mean actually further, further forward? Further forward, and actually just sitting on Norwood. But hmm, interesting. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that about Downs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, great. Um, I mean, I suppose it, it was a bit harsh for the Blades to be one down anyway. But it's just in these, in I, these, in these big moments. Sort of, I know, I know you say about them. I'm sort of flattered to deceive a bit, though. Really, did they create yeah, that much? A lot of create their, a lot. A lot of their fans agree with you. How many Must. times do they get behind and create oh. clear chances for all the not many for all the not possession? Really. And um, the the big fault in their model is oftentimes quite weak creative players getting good positions, i.e. a centre half or, or yeah. a wing back. That, yeah, where you want the likes of where you Goldrick, want McGoldrick, Fleck Norwood, Duffy, Fleck, etc. Yeah, yeah. Um, on we go. Switch force three corners. Um, respond quite well, actually. Um, good block on a Sears shot in there. Uh, Pennington treads on one. Sharp follows in, slashes wide. Yeah. Uh, Duffy puts one right across the face in front of you, um, Joe, in Churchman's end. Pretty much blades on top. But I do agree with you, um, Dave, without creating any, you know... I what did they say on the XG? Didn't really make many saves, did he? Yeah. Gurkin, uh, I can't really... One early on, Sharp. Clark in for McGoldrick. Um, quick word from each of you on McGoldrick's performance, particularly his towering header over Chambers in the first minute. <laughs> Joe? Yeah. yeah. What? He, he was putting himself about a, a bit more, wasn't he? And like I said, that header sort of 
got sharp in there. And I say he's still a classy player to watch. I don't think he. I think not, you, not could, you could tell player. that we were worried about him because mm. as soon as he got the ball, everyone was swarming around him because I suppose they know how good he is. But I don't think he really. He'd have been too happy with his performance. He didn't really do much. So I was quite happy to clap him off with no goals. And, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, no totally, I was yeah. a, there's the sub board come up. I've been worried about him the whole game. Like, oh, don't do anything from a goal. Sub board goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, good show. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah, a great yeah. player for us. Off you go. You haven't, you haven't scored. Um, Dave, Ward comes in for Dezel. We saw Ward do the job on McEachern in the Brentford game. That's a pretty sensible sub, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Dizelle really wasn't in the game yesterday. Uh, you know, I'm still not sure he's really ready, quite ready yet. Or maybe, you know, it's our position that he's not ready for yet. But, yeah, he was he was just on the periphery. Him and Edwards very much, I thought, yesterday were... I'm not saying they're poor, just on the periphery of the game. You know, just not in the game at all. Having said that, what, there was a possession, I don't know, 62-38, I don't know. We just um, didn't have the ball, did we? For those football fans who like to focus on corners and throw-ins, though, uh, Dizel and Nolan, the corners were um, superior to Downs' corners. Oh, Christ, yeah, a lot better. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Uh, very disappointing free kick from Nolan, though. Sort of floaty, you know, needed, you know, quite near the end as well, which is, oh, come on. Just just, just ballooned it over, ballooned it over and out, North standing. Joe, are you going to add something there? Yeah, I was saying, we, we looked like we had a clear plan of what we were trying to do on corners, which were not try and challenge in the middle of the goal amongst their centre-backs and try and sort of look deep for someone to get across. Chambers I think normally try and Joe, head it back had, across. Someone had said on Twitter quite a good point that um, Nciala and Nolan would have been with Henderson all last season. Oh, yeah, and there seemed, yeah. a, there seemed a plan to... They're almost. Mm-hmm. A, I know we don't have a set play taker like Luke Freeman, who we'll mention at the end of the <laughs> podcast, but um, they tried the QPR corner, the one where Chambers' goal got disallowed. So, yeah, I, I agree there was more of a plan. Uh, Blades piling on in the 70, uh, sort of 70, 75, couple of corners there. You're right again, though, Dave. I'm not seeing any clear chances. Robertson for Harrison on 77. You've both appraised Harrison already, so we'll move on. The free kick, uh, Dave, that you just mentioned for Nolan. Um Sears in the box from a corner, tries to curl it, doesn't get enough, doesn't really engineer the shot. And then we go to 84. Now, Joe, you've been, um, I follow you on Twitter, obviously. We are friends and colleagues. You've been quite vocal about this. Um, so oh, man. Chalibur and uh, Norwood, they're having a little wrestle. They're both basically, neither of them are interested in the ball. They're waiting for one of them to commit a foul on the other. Chalibur is significantly bigger and stronger than most players. Um uh, Chalibur comes away with the ball Norwood comes in behind and uh, I don't know what you'd call it a kind of naughty <coughs> naughty kick up the backside or whatever Joe you, you had quite a strong view on this on Twitter well, I, I just don't see how it isn't a red card when the ref's looking straight at it It's they're sort of fighting for the ball it's six of one half dozen of the other and I could understand if they'd have given a foul against Chalibur in that, but ultimately this is Chalibur a violent away. conduct red card you're talking about, yeah? Yeah, well, ultimately Chal- Chalibur comes away with the ball, he lays it off to Ward. Ward runs three steps of the ball, and Norwood just runs straight to the back of him. <laughs> comedy him. one, it barges and, him, doesn't it? And, but also you see his left leg go up and kick him, and then uh, <laughs> some some of, the, some of the people on that stand are also saying he sort of smashed his arm into his back as well. Joe, and, I, I remember when um. Uh, Spence got sent off at Fulham last year. Oh, I yeah. sat right yeah. at the front, and Norwood was right in the thick of that arguing with yeah. McCarthy. So he's got that about him. Um, 
Joe thinks it's a red, Dave. What was your view? Yeah, I agree. I've seen, you know, looking at it back, I mean, it can't be anything. Oh, the ref's like five yards away, maybe even closer. I mean, what? what's he seeing there? Well, he isn't, the ball, obviously. The ball is no, like, if Shalaba had the ball. Ball's incidental. Ball's you, gone. But if Shalaba had the ball and he ran into him like that, yeah, it's a foul. Yeah, it's yeah. booking. But the, the ball isn't there. The, he's literally just run into a, a spectator almost and just <laughs> clattered him. And yeah. the ref's looking straight at it and totally bottles it. Yeah, like, I, don't think, it. I don't think it would have affected the game. And I don't think the ref did affect the game again last week. But yet again, another poor, poor inconsistent, we should have yeah, t- sort of so crap just, just the In the interest of balance, he should have sent Spence off because Spence did two. He did a professional foul in the first half. He pulled right early in the game and he didn't yeah, get that a was, card. That been, and then yeah. in stoppage time, and maybe Spence doesn't make the foul on Sharp in stoppage time because Spence, for all we criticise him, is quite smart with with his tactical fouling sometimes. But we got away with that one, I guess. But no, interesting to see the, the views on that. You're, you're, you're right, 84th minute. Um, although Norwood is clearly their best and most I don't think he was going to make any well, odds, really. No, OK. Norwood, Norwood had clapped Zell in the first half as well and could easily have been booked for that. But like I said, the, the rest, they're just so inconsistent. And they, they, there's like a five-minute period where they do not give any free kicks. Like Chalaba, that was... You're going to give a free kick. And then the next five minutes, they're blowing up every single time there's contact between either player. Like I say, it's not... I'm not... I'm not saying the refs are biased, but the refs at this level have just been I mean, this so poor. All, me where all I season... Sit. Assistants never make a decision. Never make a decision. Always react to the ref. Always react. Terrible. Even if they're right in front of them. Interesting. Oh, um, in, we go to, in we go to stoppage time. But I think, Dave, you've already nailed the, the salient point that they don't create clear chances. Although, when John Egan lines up that left foot volley in the 97th minute. Oh, I did minute. give it a whack. I gave it a whack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a little oh. girl started crying next to me about two seats away. I gave it a whoa. Yeah, I I'm gave like, it a big one. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's going oh, barring. Um, yeah. summar- summarise for me, Dave. I was really positive. Um, you can check elsewhere on the channel my match review. I'm I'm very positive about that performance, about the two the two home games and and the yep. four points and yep. the fight we gave over the over the. I think I think you're right, team. and we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Put it into context with the other results over the past two weeks, and yeah, I mean it's 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 yeah okay, a win would have been brilliant, but yeah, you I think we'd have all taken from that game, we'd have taken a point at uh, at kickoff really. I didn't think we expected too much. We didn't know what Sheffield, you know, where we were going to go. As you said, a there a or b sort of formation or side so yeah very much I think you're right it was their sort of a formation and um yeah would have taken a point again just disappointing that we get caught so often after half time like that very very disappointing when you need to keep it tight but yeah that, the one bit of class I suppose they really showed on the day got them the goal Joe summarize yeah well at half two last Saturday we were eight points away from safety yeah. and then like I say the win and the draw we end up you look at the table now and we look like we're we're actually in the relegation fight now as opposed yeah. to just looking at it wanting to be in it from from afar and while when you one up you always hope to try and keep the lead I think we were we'd, it was very against run a play to go one up and I don't think anyone could argue that Sheffield United didn't deserve their point but I, I think a, a point was a fair result and like I say I think everyone's looking at the table more positive now but guys I remember under Hurst and for much of this season um, it was the it was the two penalty boxes the key moments we'd go soft and concede a goal and when we had a chance we'd not take it and for the past two mm. games we basically had one shot against Wigan and got three points out of it and really we didn't create a lot and 
So I'm looking at it now and thinking, well, if you're tight in these games, touch wood, I can't believe I'm going to say this, defending set plays now much, yep. much you know, much better. Seemingly um, better organised, yeah. Seemingly better organised. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not the heavy metal thing we saw at, at Reading where we thought, oh, Christ, we'll... <laughs> We'll, we'll blow some poor teams away here, but um, yeah. they certainly look more competitive. And what we must remember, it's Sheffield United are a good team. They're, they're not... Um, ha- Harry's right on the preview show with the haves and the have-nots. They don't they don't have Martin Waghorn as a substitute, and they haven't spent £15 million on Danny Carvalho. But they're a good team, Dave. Yeah, they are. Whether they'll... It's all hotting up there now, isn't it? Whether they'll... I think they'll stay in and around the top six. Whether they'll... He needs well, money. I don't know. Have, have they got... Yeah, they need money, investment, you know. Yeah. Um, whether they've got enough to break into that top six and, and stay there, questionable. Again, just see what happens to them in January, I guess. Interesting. And I've, I think the way they set up as well, because it's so different to what anyone else in the league is doing, it's very difficult to play against. You sort of... You have to almost try and match Swarm, them in, in, in some ways as well. So... <laughs> It's not an easy. It's not an easy game to play. No, it's, it's very bespoke, and they're very, very good at it, aren't they? Given the amount of time. Right. Should we go to some questions, guys. Yep. We moved through that quite quickly, so we should be able to take quite a few of these Blue. questions. Blue yeah. through. Um, Benjamin Erie will go. Joe first. Um, Edward seemed to struggle on Saturday, showing no signs of his early season form. Is it time that we also invest in some wingers? Or would you say priority should be elsewhere? I agree that um, I know I totally go back to your last comment, Joe, that Sheffield United are hard to play against, but it was a difficult game for Edwards, wasn't it? Yeah, no, he he didn't play well, and he he hasn't done for some time really. He's he's done okay, and he still he still popped up with some goals and some assists, and like I said, I still think he's been one of our better signings at the price we got him for. But there was one moment that summed it up, a sort of just just after we'd scored that first goal, where he sort of oh. broke through and had so much time, and he was just he didn't know what to do. He kept looking around, he kept slowing down and looking around. And by the time he made a decision. He just gets tackled. Joe, where he could have a, played that into Harrison quickly. Oh, Harrison that was a, a classic example of a player who likes open space in front of him, not <laughs> yeah. not Harrison in front of him. Just, wasn't just he? needed yeah, to be yeah. just slip, little cushion ball in, and he got shot off Harrison. I think. There you go. Yeah, I, I think he's he's, he's, he's he's lacking a bit of confidence, isn't he? I think. Yeah. He's been um, in and out of the side as well. Uh, Chris Hodges, Dave, should Paul be looking at getting players signed up now, ready for the first of? January obviously you can't Absolutely. sign them but um, yes but certainly lined up I mean we've seen one or two stories come out today about certain a certain midfield player well, go on. Um, so you're talking well, Liam Bridcut I mean Liam Bridcut yeah. was mentioned and they were always quite rated all right he's not the he's not a goal scoring midfielder I think he's only got three goals in his whole career one against us I think but um I've always liked him you know busy midfield player um say box to box, but he'll sit in there and just keep things ticking over with miscues. We have miscues in there. Um, and uh, I mean, it's been no word. So skews has been missing two or three games now, two or three. It's been no, I mean, I know they initially said a couple of months. There's been no real word on that. I don't think. Well, they the said club. the operation had gone well they and said it that was ahead well. of schedule, wasn't it? And he was there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, someone like break up. But yeah, I, I think you're right. We need to hit the ground running first of January. So you'd think that deals are being lined up now. Good grief, yeah. Uh, Joe Seb Brown, um, probably the cynic in me, but can you see Evans spending very little given our upturn in form? 
No, I, I, he he knows there's money to spend, and Lambert's obviously been promised money to spend. Otherwise, he wouldn't have taken the job on, quite frankly. But I, I don't think we're going to be going out and spending two, three, four, five million on transfer fees. I think it's going to be loan signings, short-term contracts, because ultimately we're still more likely than not to get relegated, and we're not going to want to be taking on people on expensive deals. And you've got, we're going to struggle to get people to sign long-term deals, even. So, I think we'll be throwing a lot of money at at loan ease and it'll be some experienced players earning good money coming in um, Dave this is Trevor Hewlett um, with the feel good factor and positive improvements since Paul Lambert's appointment if we were to avoid the drop which teams around us are more likely to get relegated so Bolton are 23rd Millwall are 22nd Reading have just put a new manager in a month behind us Rotherham draw lots but can't win See, um, and just, then just out of just out of interest, you see Boxing Day games. Have you seen the Boxing Day games? So we're at QPR. <laughs> Bolton at home to Rotherham, Millwall at home to Reading. A couple of draws there would do as well, they? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I um, think so. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, Bolton are on a massive slide, aren't they? I, mean, I think did they not similar start to what we had almost last season? Almost won the first. I mean, yeah, unbeaten three in the, first out of the first four. four yeah. Three at the first floor. Up the first four haven't won for thirteen games, so they're on a the slide. So you, you got to think, you got to pin your hopes on them. Millwall haven't won away, but it's their home form. Gonna, you know, they're always going to be strong at home. Reading's a bit of a conundrum, isn't it? Reading, you know, new manager bounce. You'd think there'd be something there. They've got the guy, Portuguese guy, haven't they? Ex-Malaga assistant, whatever he is. Jose Gomez. Yeah, and Rotherham. Well, Rotherham, OK. Dave, there's an idea, though, that Rotherham are already at their absolute peak. Yeah, that's be... a good point. Again, their home form up until yesterday, they played the prolific West Brom, of course. Um, again, they're winning, you know, they're winning games at home, but again, away, you've got to think those, I mean, every, someone like every, Wigan falling. Yeah. Yeah. Falling again, out. got hammered by what Birmingham yesterday. They were all, Wigan were awful, weren't they? Last and week. Sheffield Wednesday are about to get Steve Bruce possibly. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think that what well, Agnew and Clements oppos were there in the stand watching yesterday. So you'd think that's, uh, that's almost a given, isn't it? Well, you'd think so. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say we're pinning our hopes there on Bolton. I, I agree with you, Rotherham. One other. You'd think Reading with the new manager probably have enough to get out of it. Bolton, Rotherham, yeah, and maybe Millwall. Yeah. Anything to add on that, Joe? Well, I think Bolton also, as well as their slide, they are in massive financial yeah, crisis yeah. as well. Yeah, they're right. not they're not paying their players' wages, and I'd imagine no. there'll be some sort of Always fire sale well. in January. So you'd almost have to presume that they are one of the one of the three that are going to go down. And it's well, at the moment it feels like it's a sort of two out of three between us, Reading, and Millwall. But you never know. Like Brentford, for example, I know they won mm. yesterday, but they'd lost eight and out of ten to fall into it. Joe, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not saying they'll come back down there, but there's another team that have got a, a run of eight eight defeats and ten in them in this and league Joe, and they be... might get pillaged by Villa in January as well mightn't they good point yeah yeah. you know if a Watkins or a Mopai or a whoever goes off yeah because Villa need another striker don't they <laughs> I'm a fullbacks maybe yeah um, <laughs> Joe Ian McIntyre how many points do you think we need from QPR and Borough we were just talking um, <laughs> before we hit record about these games coming up and just this Millwall game looming on January the 1st and Mick Mills totally right as he always is on on the radio look look at the home games and and the wins and whatnot is that Joe is there any any kind of sense you, you you go for it against QPR and maybe you take a few don't even take them up north for Borough 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think it's very difficult to sort of throw a game in this league almost because it, it puts so much pressure on the next game after you because you've, you almost are saying, look, we, we need to win this next game and the pr- the pr- we don't really deal with pressure that well, it seems. And but I, th- I, I could understand a, a number of changes being made, but I think these players are still going to need to travel and be on the bench. But if, if we could rest sort of maybe some of our attacking players, sort of maybe give Sears, Harrison and... Edward slash Lancaster arrest and have fr- a, sort of a new front three that play QPR and Millwall as opposed to Middlesbrough and sit out the one in the middle then I think that might be where the difference could be made because generally they're the guys that need that explosive sort of running in them. Uh, yeah. Dave what do you think to that? Yeah I'd agree with that I'd agree with that I think yeah um, oh, yeah we're not with all the goodwill in the world, I don't think we're going to get anything out of Borough. But QPR, I mean, QPR, what a great run. I just looked today, they're like four points off the playoffs, like 34 points, you know. Um, yeah, they've just won back-to-back, haven't they? Yeah, well, there you go. It's just championship for you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've certainly got more chance, I think, of getting something at QPR than, than I would say at, at Borough. So, I, I think some, um, yeah, some resting will be done for the Borough game for sure. I think we can get a David Diamond catchphrase on this next one. Um, Alfie Goldspink, are you happy with a point overall yesterday or disappointed? Take a point. Always um, take a point. <laughs> I'll stay with you then, Dave. Um, I think we should say the revolution is on and safety is close. Um, this isn't really a question. With the position mentioned, I say a striker. Central midfielder and winger and we are set. Opinions? That was Steve Perry. Oh, I'd agree with most of that. I think, I mean, we still weak at fullback. I don't know. I think, and again, I think Spence struggled. You know, I think they both fullback struggles and struggle, struggle, don't they? Um, it's a conundrum, this fullback. But certainly, yeah, you know, if creative midfield is bridge cut, that sort of creative midfield. If we're going to get bridge cut in, can we get, well, he's not. I know he, he keeps things ticking over. That's what he does. Can we get a creative midfielder beside, alongside him? We need a striker. We need a big striker. We need a unit up there. Someone can hold the ball up with an eye for goal. Yes, they're few and far between. But I heard, you know, this week Rudy Gasted was mentioned 
really is he not Rudy, can we really afford can't fail. can we afford can we afford him really i mean it depends how much wages you know they're going to stump up for him you rudy that's a good um trombone day well <laughs> thanks done. mate rico rodriguez mate was the original on the on that on the message to rudy knowledge also Joe, on gangst vinamipo one why haven't we recalled nidem pointless loan well he, he's not eligible to play until january so even if we recall him he, he can't play so that's the it most a, factual it, answer that's ever been given to one of these opinion-based questions. That fact. is the fact. Jack Barham, one-word answer. Are we staying up? Yes. <laughs> Good. Um, da, 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 da. Edwards, someone asking about Edwards. Edwards again. Um Oh, someone's agreeing with me here, so we're going to read this one out here. Uh, this is Samuel Joseph Blows. Blows what? Lots of money? Trade carefully on this, haven't I? Um, exactly. I'm like Ben, pro Nolo, but am I the only one missing the fact he doesn't do the basics? Um, not goal side, not looking at the ball when opportunities have thrones, etc. Fix these and can he be a game changer? Joe, you also said last time you found Nolan a bit safey-safey. I thought he played better yesterday than he did the week before. That he actually was taking the time to sort of put his foot on the ball, and we were lacking a bit of that, especially throughout the first half there. Where, and I think that's sort of mentioned earlier. That's what led to the goal. That I thought I thought he played well. He didn't he didn't aimlessly give the ball away. He was he played it forwards a lot more than he had done. He wasn't playing as safe as he was previously. But like I say he's improving. I see him. I just think there's more to it. I think there's more to come from him. You know, you'd like to think so. He, he's, he's the basic. He, he just looks a good footballer, left he foot, gives, right he foot. Gives away a he lot looks of a good player, doesn't he? That he's a good player. Dave, you, <sighs> you always used to say to me, Dave, um, these good players, they seem to have time on the ball, and it's only because one, they're relaxed, and two, their first touch is better than no, no, no. He, he is, else. but you just he, want, he, he frustrates ball, me because you just want more from him, and I think there's more to come, but. You know, we'll we'll see, we'll see. But I'm glad he's getting a I'm glad he's getting a run. And I think, like Joe said, I think he seems to be getting stronger, stronger every week, slightly. Uh, Ian, you'll love this one, Dave. Do you think Leighton Baines would be a possibility this January? Good fullback, <laughs> barely playing, probably very highly that, paid, good at set that, plays. F F old is he now? Um, if he can recreate that goal he scored for Wigan about 15 seasons ago, he can come in, he can come and play here whenever he wants. Ashley Cole, 38, looking for a club. Oh my god, there you go. There you go. Um, Demetrius, just a message. Merry Christmas and all the best to you oh, for 2019. Thank you for the work. It's brilliant. And looking forward to February the 16th. Also, I lost my wallet in the North Stand yesterday and it was handed to a steward. Great to see that us town fans are honest people. Was the money still in it, Demetrius? <laughs> yeah. Um, Tim Pashley. Late question has been riding the bike and drinking a beer. That sounds patently unsafe. Um, would you wind the clock back 12 months and all the associated crap or be, be now, Joe? Well, surely if we wind it back 12 months, we're just going to end up in the same situation, aren't we? <laughs> the, at, the, at that point, the fans, Mick, it, there was no coming back for Mick from that point. Yeah, Obviously, okay. I'd try and get a message to Marcus Evans, not to appoint Paul Hurst, but I don't know how <laughs> successful that would be, but... Like I say, if you go to the we, Suffolk Food Hall, you could put it on his helipad where 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 he lands. Yeah, maybe where write, he lands. write it in Suffolk. the um 
Guess weed killer and right. Yeah, what were our results over last? I can't even remember last Christmas. We, we, when we when did we play that Fulham that fall that horrible game? Uh, that January second. Yeah. January the second, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, we, QPR we horrible. Stank out Neil, Boxing Day, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. I think we were already quite bad by then. I remember the Leeds being a must win, and that was second week of January. And so when it went all bit weird, out the FA Cup. I remember we? we played. When did we play that game against Forest? We beat them four two. That was well, we December. Won, maybe yeah, early we won, December. We won two really on the good, trot, didn't we? It was a really um, good game. Forest Reading, and Derby, wasn't it? We yeah, beat didn't back we? in yeah, playoff so contention. Re- there. Really good. And then I just all went ticks. Right here you go. Listen carefully. This is Alfie again. You can choose three of the following in January. <laughs> Daryl Murphy, Peter Crouch, Grant Ledbitter, Christoph Berra, Ben Marshall, oh. Rudy Gested, Hughes playing in the first team every week, five million for Lancaster, an FA Cup winner at Accrington. Oh, I've lost track. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Go on, Joe. Hughes, Murphy, yeah. and Marshall. That'll do me. Dave. Go, go for the I'll FA go, Cup win, I'll, Dave. I'll go, no, absolutely. I'll go Hughes, Gested, FA Cup. FA Cup win and then Man United at home or yeah. something. Oh, we got, yeah. even, even if we go down the season, let's Christ's sake win a game in a cup, please. Especially especially because I'm going. So. You're going, are you? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll be there. Um, Mrs. Nuts, relatively speaking, was Harrison's goal a thunder bastard? I think we all know that it wasn't a thunder bastard, but given the slim pickings we've had this season there was a bit of a whoa what a goal moment about yeah that. there was yeah can I can I and I know this is we mentioned it right at the start can I just say and Andros Townsend and yesterday's goal that was the epitome of a thunder bastard apologies <laughs> it's a Premier League goal but I think we have to doff a hat doff a hat to that one always but yeah it was good hat. good finish as you said good finish by Harrison but probably doesn't constitute a thunder bastard in my opinion a fronker Thronker, that's Richard's one, isn't it? That's Richard's. Um, Dave, you can take this. Harry Butcher, why can I imagine Dave being a Grinch at Christmas time? Are you a Grinch at Christmas, Dave? At all, mate. I don't know where that's coming no. from. That's harsh. He's, that not, he's normally positive, Harry, isn't he? Absolutely, absolutely positive. I said, I just said we'd stay up. Dug you out there, hasn't he? I've got some Grinch <laughs> socks. I got them from my secret Santa at work. Ah, uh, nice. Which was yeah, nice. Yeah. Along with yeah. the normal hair products I get from every secret Santa I've ever been involved Surprise. in. Ever. Surprise. Yeah. Um, Joe, this is Mullet. Um, was that the best we've seen collectively from Hurst signings? Chalaber, Pennington, Nolan and Harrison all making a mark yesterday. How much has Lambert improved us versus how much has Hurst leaving improved morale and confidence? I think he's right about the those bunch of five players isn't he yeah no I think so and like, individually I don't think I don't think her signings were too bad I think it was just the fact that there was just so many players coming into the team like they're, they're, all, they're all decent players that have all, all done well at, at lower levels and, and there's, there's room for those players to step up and I think I've, I've seen enough from all of them to think that they've got the capability to step up but he just went about it totally the wrong way and like, I'd, I'd agree with what Mallet said it's only Sort of Lambert has sort of managed to pick up the dregs of the squad and sort of get them get them all going in the right direction and actually have them fighting for it and you sort of see the reaction when we score the goal the whole bench is up and the the the, the crowd is up the the atmosphere is much better where before there was this big flat this yeah. big white hope sort of Paul Hurst coming in and the first couple of games were right but then once we got past the Norwich game God those QPR at home Middlesbrough at home these were just dire weren't they and it's flat wasn't the it erased them, erased them taking yeah. them out although funnily they'll be back when we do the end of season review strange that isn't it well, um, well Paul, Paul Lambert even noted how 
poor the atmosphere was at the Middlesbrough game when he was in no way being lined up to make the entrance job. He just watched the game and decided to phone his assistant manager because he's a thorough guy. What? What, you mean go down from Leicestershire down to... Yeah, why not? Be fun. Good night out. on the way. Yeah, Yeah. it's on the way to (laughs) Felixstowe. There we go. Um, Mikey Smith, legendary Blue Monday. Mikey Smith, this is a good question. This: Who would you rather spend your Christmas day with? Roy Keane, Paul Jewell, Mick McCarthy... Or Paul Hurst. I don't think Joe and Paul Hurst should be allowed in the same room together because, um, yeah, that might that might end with the police. Nah, Roy, Dave, Roy, it's, go got, it's, got, it's got to be Roy Keane, hasn't it? It's just it, it has some stories to tell. He, he might well be a Grinch. Now he could well be a Grinch at Christmas, but yeah, out of those, I think right, I say Roy Keane was it was in that list, wasn't he? Keane, Jewel, McCarthy, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Oh, definitely Roy Keane. Yeah, for sure. Joe. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say Mick. I think he's probably a better guy than the rest. He's a bit more <laughs> can fan, but you just have to I be careful say, what you wish for, though, wouldn't you? Oh, oh you'd have a nice that. walk. You'd have a nice walk out with Roy and his dog, though, wouldn't you? That'd be nice. Had a big Christmas dinner. Oh, Roy will take your dog for a walk. Yeah, that'd be right. No, um, he'd be the one that goes to walk his dog and leaves everyone there, and <laughs> he come, comes back four hours later, just, hoping, every, hoping just everyone's gone home. <laughs> I would be like Detective Peralta. I would get, I would get Mick. And I charm him because I I can do that, Dave. You know I can do that, don't you? Charming. We get chatting. Put some wine. Put some wine there. I'd slip slip the record on, and I would get some podcast gold because I would get all the true answers about Carrow Road last season. I'd I'd get podcast podcast extra. Yeah. So Mick. Oh God, I couldn't stand to be around. No. Um, there you go. Uh, one more, Matt Thomas. Um, We've used, <laughs> used the, actually, um, we set up a hotline to Alistair to answer all the questions about Emir Hughes because he's banned us doing the Hughes questions. What's Alistair's Twitter? Oli Mar. So all your Hughes questions go to Alistair because he's, <laughs> he's banned them. It's his ban, not my decision. Yeah, what's the word? Come on, Joe. What year-end word on Hughes? Is there any word at all? No, it seems like Ali Amy uh, sort of jumped ahead of him now, doesn't it? But... Christ, really? Um, just quickly, he's though. Only got, he's only got another three years on his contract, though. So we... <laughs> the question wasn't specifically about Hughes, but um, we've used you back sometimes in January. Nolan stepping up, Wolfenden being a perfect backup centre half. Harrison looking good yesterday. Is a right back and another striker the main requirements for New Year's shopping, Joe? Well, a striker is sort of number one, two, and three on the list. They, that is the absolute key because if we can't start scoring goals and holding the ball up. We're not going to win games. But yeah, I think both fullback positions could be improved. I think probably we won't improve at left back because Nudson will stay, but it wouldn't particularly bother me to see him go if we could get a replacement in quickly. Right, let's do these as shout-outs, Dave, because we can't do any more questions. Beaconbauer, thanks. Mark, um, well, that Mark's still in trouble. Um, he read my pad. I gave him a lift from a pub in Birmingham or somewhere. To the game, just open, he read your pad. Up. He read your notes. Read my notes. Just open it up. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Something um, mullet told sacrilege. him off. Sacrilege. Yeah. Um, Stephen Fuchs, Simon, Dean Mitchell, James Monk. Now, I'm sorry, I've got to read James's question. His question never gets read out, does it? Um, oh, God, yeah. Go on, James. Will at Joe Face be asking Santa for a new internet provider? <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is brutal, Joe, done. isn't it? <laughs> You'll be right on a BT, won't you, Joe? We've made a technical it's tweak Sky. the last two weeks, haven't we, it's Joe? Sky. I now have to plug the router directly in my, into my laptop rather than the wireless. So uh, the, um, the Blue Monday IT team have solved this problem. Solved it. The Blue Monday IT team is basically Joe, yeah. Um, 
Alex Shepard and Super Franz with questions, but we're gonna we're gonna move on, guys. As always, we totally appreciate your um, your questions. Um, we couldn't do it without you, and we just only have a finite amount of time. Um, ready for the roundup? And I was Bielsa'd today. Off Villa, back to the top of uh, Leeds, back to the top of the league. At Villa coming back from 2-0 down. Um, I'm going to say it, Dave. Um, 23 games. Pablo Hernandez is the best player I've seen play this season. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. In Who's the, the kid? Who's the kid that came off the bench at half-time? Clark. Jack looks Clark. about 15. Yeah. My God. They, they, they were, they were superb. Absolutely. Yeah, they look really good going forward. Yeah. They really do. I mean, I like I like the guy, Alioski, left foot plan on the right. I quite like him and... Roofs, well, you you always rated Roof, didn't you? He's, it was he's just on really the numbers well. from Oxford, wasn't it? Yeah, they just look they do look the part quite you know solid Janssen. Yeah, they look the part, don't they? And the other kid, the left back's only young as well, and he feels that they two well, eighteen year olds at it. Well, but this is this is the problem. Both left both the left backs. Like one was eighteen who came in for Douglas, and yeah. he went off, and and, yeah. and an eight, another eighteen year old. Both of them are younger than Jack Lancaster. This um, BLC is just proving that you you can play these youngsters in these games as long as they know what they're doing and they're fit enough. Where people make such a big deal about you it. Yeah, it's, it's easy. To, don't you think it's easy to bring them in a side with that minute winning mentality, though, isn't it? You know, it's it's what, difficult for us. I think it is difficult for. I don't know, an 18 year old left back away at Villa up against oh, I don't know. Abraham Codger. Yeah, you say that though, but if it's a side, you know, they're up there, they're up the top. Sides bring with confidence, a lot of experience in that side. You see, I'm not saying it's a tough ask for the fullback, but it's a lot easier bringing a player in in that scenario than than, than playing for us at the moment, I think. And they've only just yeah. got Ailing back. No Brawardi, yeah. no Brown. Bamford's only just back. Um, yeah. No Cooper either. So you that's think, why all the youngsters. Well, and they're are, top at Christmas, and I think was it last was it last ten seasons I saw we have as top at Christmas. I love the way we ultimately would goes up. Pay no attention to that stat if Norwich were top. <laughs> well, yeah, but Norwich course. they did it again yesterday. <sighs> Timu Puki, 86th minute. Norwich are really good. It's horrible to admit it, isn't it, Joe? Oh, just, uh, I just looked. Yeah. At, I looked at my phone after like, the game. Funny. And I saw it was one nil, and I clicked on it. And, and I just, just when I saw that Pookie eighty six, I just went from my phone out the window. Another bloody late winner. You see, they've, they've, I saw on the um, on the quest show last night nineteen points they've won from I think I think I got this right eightieth minute onwards. It's phenomenal, incredible. Yeah. It's so they, mirrors that Villa. season they yeah. got up under Lambert mirrors it completely. Them and, them and Villa have both had four goals in the ninetieth minute, and I think all four of Norwich's ones have been winners. Yeah. Yeah. Just an injury time, not even the last yeah. ten minutes. It's a mentality, mate. It's that winning, that winning mentality just breeds that. Yeah. Well, West Brom are giving a pretty good chase. They go off to Rotherham four 0 and Dwight Gale with the lesser spotted free kick under the wall. Did you see that? The, yeah, the Pro Evo two special. Oh, okay. I'll give you 50 that one. Fifty goals, fifty goals. So they're on for the ton, aren't they? Yes, fifty goals for West Brom, and. This is the um, if we are being a bit Schadenfreudist against Norwich, West Brom and Leeds are a couple of good sides up there going for the going for the top two, aren't they? Um, Borough get the win at Reading Day, friend, friend. Yeah, yeah, good, good, solid win. Got, but I think they conceded something like unheard of six goals in their previous three games. So back to uh, back to clean sheet, which I'm sure would have pleased Pulis more than the win, probably. Um, Derby won. Bristol City one, Patterson and Waghorn with the goal there. Derby reserve Waghorn there. I wonder if he has a future 
in the game. Um, Derby off to <laughs> fifth, Bristol City in the middle there. A couple of draws after they'd got up, up higher. Uh, Joe, what's your take on Derby? Uh, I think they're a good side. They've got some good players, but I, I, I can't imagine Lampard's going to be able to mastermind a promotion in his first season when it actually comes down to the nitty-gritty. There's some experienced campaigners up there, and I think they're just going to have the edge on him. But he's, he's doing a good job, and like I said, they, they play some nice stuff, but I just think he'll, he won't have the sort of experience to get them over the line. Mm, interesting. I was at the um, Derby Forest game on Monday, and that had the air of a uh, feisty playoff game, and you could just see Forest and all their bastards with their bastardry, <laughs> you know, like, oh, have Derby, I kind of, to your point there, um, Joe, I agree with you. Speaking of Forest, what are they doing? Second straight home game, QPR, first win um, for 84 years at the city ground. And Dave, your, your first man, ever, Freeman. First ever win at Is Forest. it really? Yeah. Wow. 34 games or something, yeah. 20, 20, 20 losses, 14. Freeman scored, with know. the dead ball prowess. So QPR and quality, decent man. Nick going into Boxing Day, Dave. Quality, quality delivery from Freeman, yeah. There's a, a lesson there where we know that from Portman Road, don't we? Mm. Don't give free kicks away there. Wigan nil. Birmingham three, two more assists for Jukovic. Um, Adams up to eleven goals. Wigan terrible. Just tick off all the all the claxons for that game, um, Joe. Well, Wigan, they, they've got the worst away record in the league, and and their home record is what's kept them going. I think they had the fourth best home record in the league up until a couple of weeks ago, and now sort of losing three 0 at home to Birmingham. Hopefully, that'll be another team that gets dragged into the relegation fight. Um, Stoke one. Millwall nil. Stoke coming on nicely, Dave. Bit far back four maybe points. for the for the playoffs, but really like four points. Are they, I think, think? thirty four. Yeah, no, four points out. Um, traffic, as you would always say, though, Dave. You've got traffic Ast- in between. Aston Villa traffic and Forest in between, in between but, them and the playoffs. Yeah, you have, but yeah, they're sort of solid enough. Again, extremely experienced in it. Sort of side <laughs> potentially go out in January and spend. I don't know. Mm, interesting. Um, and Millwall got our eye on January the first, uh, haven't we? Um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to give too much praise to Nigel Atkins, but Hull are brilliant and they won a game, Joe, 3-2, um, uh, 18 points in nine games. Yep, well, Jared Bowen's on form, they're, they're finding a way, Campbell's fit, he's holding the ball up well and they're finding a way to get the ball to Bowen, but he, he did miss a penalty in the game, but he's the third goal. Oh. He's, he's so left-footed and the defender just shows him into it. Robin-esque. Two minutes before he'd shown um, onto his left foot and the keeper had made a good save and he just did exactly the same and he bent it home. And he, last he's, goal. No, he's, no. He's, he's a good player. Again, under pressure for, you know, come January, he's the sort of player that can make a step up. I think he probably could. Yeah, I saw I'm he surprised. was Spurs or someone. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think he'd be going that high. It was like no. Spurs and, and, and a lower down team. He maybe scored like a load of goals in Newcastle or something like that. Last year, though, he's, still, didn't he? he's still young. Yeah. He's only... Same age as like Teddy Bishop. That was a great goal. That that second goal of his was just no back lift at all. It was a class goal. But you're right, the defender sort of said, "Tell you what, come inside on your left foot. Come on, have a go." Yeah, Wednesday, great goal. Wednesday one, Preston nil. Classic Championship. I had this Preston win all day. Wednesday, Lahukai has finally gone. Did you see the quote from Chansiri, the um, Wednesday yeah. owner? He said. Okay. Um, they keep coming up to me and calling me an effing C. I'm not sure what this means, <laughs> but I think it's bad. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, Wednesday get the win with Lee Bullen in temporary charge and Steve Bruce possibly waiting 
in the wings there. Um, and the big battle at the bottom, Brentford won, Bolton nil. Mopai, was it? Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, any any thoughts on that one? Bolton sucked further down, Joe? Just sort of two poor sides, it seemed, really. Brentford, Brentford still don't still didn't look anything there. Interesting. Um, extrapolate. Ipswich are bottom of the league with 15 points for the first half of the season. 0.65 points per game, projecting a horrendous 30 for the season. But four points in the last two games is very encouraging. If 46 points means safety, then Ipswich need 31 points from the remaining 23 games this season. 1.34 points per game over the remaining games. Draws are not much use, boys. They need wins. Mick Mills is right. They need home wins. They need to beat Millwall. They need to beat Rotherham. Um, win a game, just, lose a game. Just, is... just quickly, if we, if we had 31 points now, where would where, where would we be in the table? What sort of teams achieve that in the first half of the season? And we would be comfortably mid-table there. Um, what are, I, you got the table up right? there, Dave? Oh, I, I, right. I, I do look bits on a game right at points down. Um, where are we? So... 31 points. So Blackburn 14th with 31. There you go. I think I think we could match what they've done over the first half of the season. Pretty consistent, aren't they, Blackburn? Yeah. Uh, um, top minutes: Chambers, Nudson, Chalaba into third on the on the minutes there. Top goals: Sears five, Edwards four, Jackson three. Top assists: Sears three, Ward two. Eight players on one. Joe, I stitched you up on two little ducks last week. I'd done that to Dave before. Did you hear that podcast back, Dave? He said he said someone's name and they were a used sub, and I. Oh, he does it all the I time. That was did that was a that was a sort of uh, when I heard that back, I thought oh, I'd have been quite good at that. When that was a Man U Arsenal semi, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd have struggled. You'd have struggled though because you'd have said someone that was right and then just been cut off. Yeah, it does it all the time. Since, since and your mustard shirt and your banter. Hey. He's always done that to me. Stitch up. <laughs> Stitch up. Bloom, you, I call you, him. You, you assume that my sheer ineptitude and stupidity is, is malice. It's not. I'm just a dumbass. It's, it's, only, it's only banter. All, it was just banter. Just banter. And dark forces <laughs> against me. Um, if you play QPR on Boxing Day for the third time in the past four years. So back we go. December the 26th. 2015 this was one of the McCarthy games where you know those people who stood in Times Square and shouted at the sky to protest against Trump there were certain games under McCarthy where I would just start yelling you know that it was so bad and so so rubbish so this is McCarthy versus Hasselbank uh, Ipswich win 2-1 with a very very late winner at the North Stand end when was this December the 26th 2015. So the 2015-16 season, we're going to finish in seventh position. Collect your thoughts, gentlemen. As I said, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank managing QPR. A few big contracts left over there. Um, Ipswich, obviously, off the back of their playoff season. So, you know, think what you will on that um who wants to go first dave or joe i'll just take chambers because i know he scored the late winner and he doesn't miss a game either does he and i'll help you out here he was playing right back so that means two center halves up for grabs dave i'll go tommy smith then tommy smith we all dream of a team we all do don't we tommy smiths <laughs> um that's two joe fair um, christoph bearer 
Christoph Berra is the other centre back. This is very um ordered. Jonas Knudsen. Yeah, Jonas Knudsen. Knudsen was playing at the panic there for a bit. There. Um, Remember, you get a golden goose each, but you are on four here. Cole Skuse. Cole Skuse in five. And Dave, in this season, Cole Skuse had a illustrious midfield partner here who may have scored in this game. Um, uh, would it be the one and only Dougie? Dougie. What a guy. Dougie, Dougie on the guy. score sheet. Uh, six. So you've got the entire back four in the centre midfield so, of Ipswich. <laughs> I'd say Daryl Murphy, probably. Daryl Murphy. Um, I Seven. Good. I think this was a couple of weeks after we saw us play at Fulham. So I'd say Freddie Sears. Frederick Sears. So Frederick of Sears. That's, so you've got nine Ipswich players. You oh, are missing well. a wide Goal, player and a goalkeeper. Oh, and a forward. You must only have eight yeah. then. Um I think Fraser was injured around this time. So. Fraser was injured. He just came back and he came on as a used sub for another lone Joe. Yeah, I was going to say Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Boom, bang, whack. Goal. Lovely goal. I will say... But... That's... Gherkin. Oh, Gherkin. Yeah, Gherkin. Yeah. Good shout. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. One, one Ipswich player <laughs> left who's tearing it up this season. Yeah. A forward... I would say Brett I was Pittman. going to say Brett Pittman. Yeah, Brett the Pittman Hart. Sorry, the best God. there is. The best there was. The best God there God ever will be. That's very impressive, guys. So without using yeah. Golden Goose, let me go through that Ipswich team. I mean, you're going to completely shit out on the QPR team now. because not. Still the drinks of a... Um, I'll give you some clues. So, Gherkin, Knudsen, Berra, Smith, Chambers, Maitland-Niles, Skews, Douglas, Scuglas, uh, Sears, Murphy and Pittman. Um, I go Alex Smithies. Oh, that's about the only one I had there. Ben's going to call me. He's not. That's a golden goose. A much higher paid goalie in goal here than Alex Smithies. Oh, Robert Green. Robert Green. Yes, that's one golden goose gone here. Do you want some clues here? Yeah. Um, at the most... Ned Manua. Oh, give you that one. Um, Clint Hill. Is he still there? Calm down. Let me give you some clues first. <laughs> um one of these Joey players, no, sorry, one of these players got promoted with Cardiff last season. One of these players is playing for Swansea this season, played against us, and one is playing for West Brom. Oh, massive, massive centre half. What's his name? Matt Hello? Phillips. Matt Phillips. Good shout. It's not, it's not. That's not the massive centre half. <laughs> no, that's why. What's, what's the other clues again? Give me, give me the other clues again. Got promoted with say? Cardiff last season. Oh, what's it? What's his name? Is it, is it Morrison? Was it? No, no. He's played for Derby. Up front. Wide. Uh, Canadian. Junior Hoylet. Junior, Junior Hoylet. Yeah. And a Swansea centre midfielder who likes to get relegated. Harry Swansea likes him. Swansea centre midfielder who likes to get relegated. Might have played for oh, Leroy, Leroy, Fur. Leroy, Leroy Fur. Yeah. Fur. Yes. Yeah. Um, one size. Fitzhall. Fitzhall. Um, you said Nadem and Nua. Um <laughs> Left back played for Liverpool, derided by their fans. <laughs> oh, um, oh, they're oh, yelling no. out in their cars on the treadmills, eating their Christmas, walking their Christmas dog. Paul, Con, 
Chesky. I don't know who this Angela centre back is. Would you have got him? Oh, yeah, I was just about to say you. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, you love this player. Caused um, Neil Warnock a hell of a lot of trouble. Great left foot. Oh, Adel Trapped. No. No. Not Trapped, no. Great left foot. Caused Warnock a lot of trouble. Where where is he now, or isn't he? Um, He had some horrible injuries. He was the guy that was the possible illegal player that was going to stop them getting promoted. Oh, what's his name? Oh, he's oh, a isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Who's a guy? The guy that had in the middle that kept breaking his deep really too badly broken <laughs> Dave's, legs. Dave's I... about forty-five seconds behind here. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's him, Dave. Fouling. Oh, his name's gone. I oh, know he loved him, and I can't remember his name. Little slight, dark-haired lad. What a great player. Can't remember his name. Just said his name. Fouling. Oh, Alejandro. Fowling. Alejandro. Don't Fowling. call my name. Don't call my name. Alejandro. Alejandro. <laughs> Lady Gaga, that must be her first appearance on the pod, mustn't it? Lovely stuff. Probably not. Carl Henry, and do you remember, we had lovely fun with this top-knot wanker. Do you remember Sebastian Polter, the terrible forward they have? He scored, didn't he? No, Hoyland scored. Did not score in the other game that season. Yeah, I must have run into the other game, perhaps season before or after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Pass. Okay. Pretty good show, guys. You whacked through that Ipswich team. Bad, was it? Yeah, not yeah. bad. And um, there was that stat, wasn't there, that one of those QPR squads was paid more than the Dortmund squad that got to the <laughs> Champions League final was the fun stat. But speaking of QPR, off we go to QPR on Boxing Day. The random fixture computer that we always seem to play QPR between December the 20th and January the the whatever. Haven't had much success there recently. Dave, McLaren's got them playing quite well but can we get anything on Boxing Day it's going to be tough isn't it of, of the two games as we said before that's the one perhaps we've got more chance I think of getting something from Hull won there well they did but Hull are on a very good runner perhaps that was the kickstart of their run actually but they um, yeah they're doing they're, they're doing really well they've got some good players Freeman and you know Nucky Wells they signed I don't think Ham, I think Hamid might have been injured I don't think he's been featuring lately but yeah they've got you know Scow and people like that they've got yeah, they're good, good, solid side. Who's a young lad who played really well there? Easy, Eze, yeah, very good. Um, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be very, very tough. But yeah, look, if we can get a point from there, what a you know a point would be brilliant from there. Given that, as we said earlier, the other Bolton are playing Rotherham, Millwall are playing Reading. I mean, yeah, it'd be great to pick up something from there. But it's going to be tough. Joe. Yeah, no, similar to Dave. Really, it's going to be a. Very tough game, and anything we get there is going to be a bonus. I don't, I don't see any reason why we can't go there and give them a give them a good game, though. They're not going to do. I mean, I I know you're right. They've got a couple of bits of extra quality on the set plays and in the in the ten position and possibly up front with Wells. But they're gonna they they don't play a style of football. You know, like when you play Sheffield well, United play or whoever. Way. Exactly. They you know they don't play a style of football that's going to be vastly different than what we're trying to do. So. I say, you, I say you never know, Dave. Well, we, never we're, know. Not, we're not going to be as bad against them as we were at Portman Road earlier this season, are we? I hope not. Oh, Christ, no, we were terrible, weren't we? Yeah, yeah that was the one where Freeman dropped one under the bar, didn't he, on top of Gergen. Yeah. I don't think so. You're meeting up with Harry, aren't you? Yes. Um, we're probably going to do a bonus, little bonus podcast after. Oh, after is he, you're not You're not letting Harry no, in your car, are you? Um, I'm letting him in my house. <gasps> oh, is, he, is he staying over? No, but he's going to come down and then... <laughs> oh, know. so lovely. Oh, nice. Lovely, lovely. guy. 
Yeah, yeah, lovely go. Oh, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. And then Borough on the um, the Saturday, what date is that? The 28th, 29th? 29th. 29th. Very, very, very tricky. However, a bad be... run. Yeah. Six, six points this week then. Can't imagine that. Well, oh. we said going into these three games at <coughs> Sheffield United, at QPR and Borough, if you had three points at the end of these three games, you'd be very, very... Very happy. I mean, two. You know, like you say, you go to QPR and get a point and lose to Borough. But it all depends, and it's it's the three pointers, possibly Millwall, Rotherham in in January, isn't it? Mm. Those be the big ones. Will the side look like then? I wonder. Mm, interesting. We shall see. Um, last podcast before Christmas Day. Would you like to wish all the listeners? Oh, apparently you're the Grinch, though. So. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not wishing any. I'm not wishing anyone. <laughs> No, absolutely. Uh, wish everyone a very, very happy Christmas. Thanks for listening and all the tweets and all the support. I know we got me and Stat actually got some love this week. We did actually release a this week in ITFC When's history. The next one? This week, hopefully, may well be recording one between Christmas and the New Year. Don't know. Depending, don't, don't know. Don't know. But um, awesome. there was a request for a which was right up my street. I'm not sure Stat was that keen. There is a request from um, our two main followers, which is ITFC Clan and obviously Julian. God. Jules um, for a 70 special so that I think we might be working on something like that but we'll see we'll lovely see. stuff um, yeah. the welcome return of this week in ITFC <laughs> history hopefully back sooner rather than later follow Dave on Twitter at David Diamond 3, three. Um, mainstay of the podcast Dave happy Christmas you podcast you too guys you legend. too ben. Um, yeah. Joe where can we find you in the Academy Shiz on Twitter um, just at Joe Fairs, or one word, and at ITFC underscore Academy. Lovely stuff. And the under-18s Youth Cup game at Gillingham has been announced for Friday the 11th of January, if there anyone is down. I, I think I will be heading down for that, but anyone who's about in, in Kent, it'll be a good, good chance to get across and watch a young blues. Awesome stuff. Uh, what, what and is it at, at, Sorry, at Priestfield? Or whatever yes, it is. It is. Well, it used to yeah. be called Priestfield. I don't know what it's probably called by some totally Hope. other name now. Hopefully we won't be in the um, exposed end, which is oh, scaffold yeah. scaffold boards up. It just looks like it's going to fall down at any point. I've played a gig so at Priestfield, but never seen a game there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a like a hospitality bit underneath. What night is that, Joe? Not that I can go. Friday. But what... Friday the 11th of January. So, okay, the next yeah all weekend the, from the, the 12th. Accrington. You've got some travelling. Yeah. Gillingham, Accrington. Oh, no, Are you getting to Accrington stuff. driving? Yeah, I think so. I haven't really worked it all out yet. <laughs> trains to Accrington. <laughs> I, oh, I, think there's, I think there's issues with trains. Amy so, yeah, was saying we'll there's a strike um, Northern Rail as well. So, Eesh. yeah, not going to be good. Not great. Um, like I said, we've reached Christmas. Um, we say this every time. Dave and I did the first podcast. No listeners, no Twitter followers, no nothing. This is episode 144 of the flagship. Oh. That's not including... The brilliant This Week in ITFC History, of which there's nearly 50. The brilliant yeah. preview show with Rich and Harry, of which there's nearly 50. All of my match reviews. We really, really thank and wish everybody who's listened. To, even if you listen to one podcast and you turn off after 10 minutes and you hated all of us, we'll still take the download and we thank you and we wish you a, a Merry Christmas. Um, I, I'd say we couldn't do it without you, but... We, we love our football so much, we probably would do it if there was only 10 listeners. Yeah, we, we probably enjoy, would, wouldn't we? We enjoy yeah. doing it so much. But certainly on behalf of me and Joe and Dave, Mikey, Rich, Harry, Statman, Amy's come on board as well. We wish you all a really, really happy 
Christmas and um, hopefully some points and go towards those 31 points, Joe, that we were calculating for the for the second half of the season. Say goodbye, Dave. Bye. Cheers. Say goodbye, Happy Christmas. Joe. Goodbye. See you later to 2018. Not been a good year for the town, but <laughs> onwards and upwards. <laughs> good riddance. Succinct. Good riddance. Song of the week. Green Day. Bye-bye. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.